Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Modern Day Living with me, Omolibu Matebe. Now, today, I'm obviously not by myself. I'm with my nephew slash cousin. I still don't yeah. know what you are, too. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll probably remember his voice from uh, an episode that we once did together, but he has potential, mm, which was mm. like last year. Yeah, the first episode of your podcast. No, it was not the first episode. It was one of the, like, I think probably the first three. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. round about. People are asking me about you. Tough. Like, oh my gosh. Tough. He has such a nice voice. How old is he? This is other girl that actually DM me and asked me, like, how old is he? I'm like, all right, child. I'm too young. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. (laughs) But anyway, so today we're back with another topic regarding Mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, I realized that I learned, I actually learned so much from you when it comes to relationships. So the other day we had a conversation about like communication in a relationship. And oh, I jumped straight into this thing and I was supposed to introduce you. Please introduce yourself. Um, Hi, everybody. My name is Kuto. Um, Kuto Bijang, obviously, her nephew cousin <laughs> yeah it's complicated it's complicated. really complicated um but yeah as she said you guys already know me from the fir- from the first day one of the first day podcasts but yeah mm-hmm. all right cool so yeah so as i was saying like you know um i actually do learn a lot from you when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. that says a lot because the thing is as young as you may yeah. be like i feel like your way of thinking is like so matured which is like really great yeah. and I mean, sometimes we do need opinions of other people. And just because, like, I may be older than you doesn't mean that whatever experiences that you have are invalid mm. because you're younger. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, we spoke about, like, communication and how communication is such a, a vital thing mm. when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. And some people, like, really downplay communication. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, I actually told him that um, I was once in a relationship with someone that used to tell me that I'm being too much whenever, like, I'd want to communicate or whenever, like, I'd express myself or just, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. literally. And communication is, like, the bare minimum in a relationship mm-hmm. if we're being honest, you mm-hmm. know. And first, like, being told that I'm being too much for just communicating, like, I I took that in. And, and it changed your perspective on how to communicate it, in relationships. It really yeah. did. It really did. Because after that relationship, I went into another relationship and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to communicate as efficiently as I used to because mm-hmm. it might come across much, as yeah. if I'm being too much, which is really wrong. And in that second relationship, um, I actually felt like it was okay that we could go days without speaking, which is really wrong. I mean, it depends, but yeah, sure, yes. What do you mean it depends? It depends. I mean, some people, like like I was saying the last time, is that some people are okay with going that amount of days without talking to each other. Like, if it works for them in that relationship, then it's fine. It also goes back to that other conversation that we were talking about, that, like, everybody has their person. That, yes. like, um, if, if you and your partner want to talk to each other almost every day to the point where it's, like, codependent, it's okay as long as you guys understand the, the 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 consequences and benefits around that situation and if some partners together don't want to like spend days and hours talking to each other but they are equally fine in the relationship then it's okay to them. so basically i was not their person and i've actually mm. found my person exactly. because with this person that i'm with right now like we really speak on a daily basis <laughs> Like, we speak on a daily basis. Like, every single day, mm-hmm. um, we speak. 
And for me, it has never really made sense um, as to how you can go a day without speaking to your partner. Because my thing is, what if I get into an accident today and you and I are not speaking? Okay. So how how do you expect to know like what's happening in my life if we don't speak on a daily basis? What if I got fired from work? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know? How do you try and be there for me if you don't know what's happening in my life? Mm-hmm. And I think like that's that's what my issue is when it comes to communication or lack. Um, of communication in a relationship that like people people can say that communication is important but like when it comes to making it practical in their yeah, relationships it the becomes it becomes difficult yeah. like you know and like i said like just to reiterate like my thing is how do you know what's happening in your partner's life if you guys don't speak on a daily basis that will always be my thing that's why i will never understand when people say that they go days without speaking to their partners like I think my biggest part on the conversa- on the communication conversation is that a lot of people don't know how to communicate properly, at least from my experience, with the whole that um, everybody's trying to get their points across without listening to the other person. I think that's a very important that's thing that people true. need to emphasize. Because a lot of the times when you think about communication, you think, okay, and I, that's my I need to, yeah, it's not, you need to express how you feel, basically. You need to communicate your opinion, which is true. Like communicating how you feel and your opinion about a matter is true. But at the same time, you need to also kind of understand where the other person is coming from. Because, of course, a lot of us, we come from different backgrounds. We come from different understandings. It sometimes takes a while for the other pe- yeah. the other person to kind of come to a realization of what you're talking about. And if you don't create a space whereby they're able to communicate how they feel, then there's no communication. It's just you getting your point across without any progress, which makes no sense at all. That's true. And... I mean, just to go back to, like, the healthy and unhealthy part, like, when it mm-hmm. comes to communication, like, I feel like if you're constantly going to want to, like, get your point across without hearing the other person, then it's always, like, it's always going to cause fights, mm-hmm. like, unnecessary mm-hmm. fights, unnecessary mm-hmm. arguments. I feel like this podcast, <laughs> I feel what? like this episode, <laughs> oh, wow, sorry, excuse me, like, it mm-hmm. sounds like we are this old as couple my other language yeah. that like you know yeah, like that has, been, that has been through the motions that's been through the most and now no, it's just like, like reflecting but it makes sense though because hear me out that's so funny our generation especially i feel like my generation at least we go through so many relationships like it happens from such a young age that like a lot of people my age go through so many relationships and i'm just like if you don't what get a lesson from the relationships that you're in yeah. what's the point of that's the whole true. thing you know that's true i don't know but uh i feel like everything is just a lesson like and i say this all the time in all my episodes yeah, like but everything is learned, a lesson. like mm-hmm. everything every season that you're in there's a lesson to be learned like whoever you're with right now and you guys break up there's a lesson that you learn from mm-hmm. being in that that's relationship true. that's true and just to go back to like me mentioning the healthy and, and unhealthy parts of being um communicating rather mm-hmm. um <clears throat> You know, when it comes to, to arguments, there are also like, there are certain ways that I feel like I've improved mm-hmm. on um, when it comes to arguing, arguing. Mm-hmm. you know, because um, I know before, like before, like my voice would go up and I just like want to get my be point across yeah. and literally mm-hmm. be defensive just because I want to be right, right all the time. time. And yeah, now it's like, I need to literally sit down and think about what I did, acknowledge my faults mm-hmm. as well. And just make sure that we are communicating with each other and not not talking mm-hmm. at is it talking at to each other or talking to each other talking uh, at each other 
What? Like me shouting at you it's, type of type of vibe. I don't know. But you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say, but I don't think that's the sentence. But you, as long yeah. as you gave me that mm-hmm. slide, child, my English is not like my number one. So as long as you understand what I'm trying to say, that's all that matters, child. Exactly. And you know, um, I remember like my first argument with my boyfriend, like, um, yo, and I'll never forget. I even said this to you the other day. I'll mm-hmm. never forget this when he said to me that um, he's not my enemy, yeah, and we shouldn't be. We shouldn't like we just to paraphrase like we shouldn't be going we shouldn't be having a go at each other, but um, just to basically, basically tackle basically you the guys situation. are fighting against the situation, not each other. Not each That's other. Like yes, and for me that was so like that was like oh wow I've never oh child yeah. not you <laughs> you know <laughs> I've never okay. had that before and it was like so beautiful and I was like oh my gosh this is like this is really. You know, because mm. before I just want to be defensive. I'd want to get my point across. across. As long as I'm right, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't mm. care what you say, whatever. Like, just listen to what I'm saying, basically, which is a bit toxic. If it is being toxic. Honest. It's not a bit. It it's, is toxic. Right? Yes. And I'm so glad that I've learned, I've unlearned like certain traits, toxic traits about myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that now that I'm in this relationship, like it feels so much healthier than like my previous relationships. Mm. Everything about it feels so right. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm so glad that I'm I'm in a relationship with someone who knows and understands me, and more mm-hmm. than anything, is also willing to be patient enough to, to get your point. You mm-hmm. know, to mm-hmm. to help me unlearn some of the things that I still need to unlearn because it's not like these things happen like overnight or I unlearn yeah, these things time. overnight. That's the biggest thing. Communication takes time. Mm. But also, I wanted to talk about like actually practicing. Like as much as you can talk to the person and get to the point where you guys are both expressing your opinion and come to an understanding. think another big part about communication is actually applying it in that actual relationship like your person is like okay listen i'm kind of impatient and it takes a while for me to be okay with certain things you need to take time with me and this is the first argument that you guys have about this oh dude but you're always impatient you'd never give me time to respond and all of that and they're telling you okay but this is a problem that i face and i realize it next time next time you come across a moment where your partner is being impatient you kind of need to understand that okay this is their character type Mm. i need to accept that and i need to find a way to kind of accommodate them in their situation and that's only if you want to make it work that's i think that's the that's the biggest thing if you want to make a relationship work you need to analyze all these small little points and be like okay i this is where they kind of like i want to help them in that aspect and but the only way i can actually do them do that rather is by giving them a platform to learn and to grow from yeah. whatever argument that we had earlier on and okay i'd take your time and understand where i'm also coming from as well yeah yeah That's, i was about to say that it actually takes two people to make a relationship <laughs> work so it won't really make sense if one person is trying to understand you your flaws and all whatever it is that you come with but you on the other hand you're not, not doing the yeah. work so now it, like it makes the relationship unbalanced like mm. it's at the end of the day, I feel like it's just going to crash because, like, one person is putting in all the work while you're just chilling yeah. there waiting for them to do everything. Think, yeah. Which reminds me... No, the, the relationships are not 50-50. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. we spoke about how... Re- do you want to start it? But it's contradictory, you know, to what we're saying that, like, you can't always wait for the other person to do the work, that they, they always have to do the work. I feel like now what we're saying is, like, okay, yes, that's true, but to a certain extent, because somebody is always going to have to do more than the other person. It always kind of happens that way, unfortunately. That's true. That like there's, there'll always be an eighty twenty situation, a sixty forty. But situation. I feel like that's I feel like that's how relationships should be though. Like if uh, for no. me, if, if, <laughs> if I'm like okay, okay, look look at it this way, right? Okay. If 
say this month I'm good. Yeah. Um, you know, mentally I'm good. I'm in a good space. Whatever. I'm able to kind of carry the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then let it be. So what happens then? Like the next month, I'm not okay. Yeah, Things are like crumbling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then they're also like there to help carry me and yeah. be like That's one be thing. able to balance each other out. So, but like now, if there's only one person who's doing all the work. It's almost like that. What do they call that thing? An imbalance. In no, no, no. That what what thing of law um, that does this? The the what's this, what is it called, bro? I know it's the I balancing so thing. It's, it's also the, it's also the Libra sign. That's the only way I know. I have so much it. faith in you. I forgot. <laughs> Let it be. It doesn't matter. Mm. But like, if one person is carrying their relationship and the other one is not doing the work, it's then like an imbalance. Yeah. It really is, and more than anything, I feel like it's gonna end up. Um, the person who's holding, carrying the relationship rather, is only going to be done. Will, yeah, will probably up, yeah. even end up resenting the other person yeah. because, and you know, it's actually so crazy how you can go from loving a person to, to resenting, to resenting them. them. Mm. It like, it happens. It's so it crazy. Happens. I don't like, I don't But I think it also comes to that factor of emotional maturity. Because you can't, you can't like also know also you as a person out of nowhere just come to the conclusion that okay I I also need to carry sometimes without being emotionally mature and understanding that okay this requires work from the both of us that also this person is not always fine they can't always be happy they can't always want to do things with you there's always going to be times where they're also sad and oh man okay wait <laughs> this is something this is something that I learned today I I sometimes internalize when my partner is not happy i make it that it's my fault that they aren't happy and then i try i try to i try to make it right and i know a lot of gents kind of deal with this problem because it also comes to that point of like being um the the like the the caretaker sort of in the relationship that you always want your partner to be happy but also i'm realizing that sometimes because your partner is sad it doesn't mean that it's always your fault that they have they have other issues going on that do not relate to you that has com- like absolutely yeah. nothing to do with you yeah. you can't believe shame yeah it was shame. tough but it's fine man it is what it is but as long as you're able to like acknowledge that now you can yeah. just like yeah. breathe yeah, but no, that's so horrible dog uh, it happens man hi okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> next yeah, next mm. that was a big thing you learn from that. You learn from those kind of things. I feel like a lot of guys actually do internalize that stuff. It's just not spoken about a lot. I really hope my partner doesn't like think like that because more than anything, like the past, I think especially last month, like I was really going through a lot mm-hmm. and I'd be sad most of the time. So I really hope he does not think that um, he's the cause of my sad. If anything, oh my gosh, my boyfriend is like literally everything. Like I feel like even though like there are a lot of things that are going like really south mm-hmm. in my life. He's like one thing right now that I feel like is just. See, that's a, that's, that's the thing. Popping. Is that is that pedestal that you're putting him on? That like, okay, yeah, this this is this really works for me, and you're genuinely happy with that person. And then I think they kind of look at all the other stuff that's going badly, and they were like, okay, how can I help them relieve mm. some of that stress? Because it goes back to that, like, in a relationship, you can't do everything alone. That like. You, your partner also kind of tries to help you take off that load, even that's if it's true, not everything. True. So it's it's that it's that mentality that like okay, I need to help, but I can't help. So am I the problem? In this, mm, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I feel like for me, most of the time, like every time I think about my relationship, I kind of feel like it. Um, how do I put this? Like that's the only thing that's okay. That's 
that's good in my life if but i can why. put it that way and if anything i feel like it ki- it's kind of scary because god forbid should anything bad happen mm-hmm. and we end up splitting it probably will break me yeah yeah but I don't oh, that, like that that brings that brings a lot of conversations up but then also it goes back to the communication chat that like at least um communicate that like okay I, i'm not okay but you're not the reason that I'm not okay. There's just yeah. so many other factors in my life that are going on that do not revolve around the relationship. And I just need to focus on that. That's important. Yeah, no. We communicate. Our communication is great, bro. Yes. Like, everything yes. was top notch. <laughs> um, okay, firstly, if you hear any background noises, please don't mind that. My mom is busy cooking. So, yeah, we're just going to wrap this up quickly. Yeah. Um, earlier yeah. on, you mentioned how, in the beginning, you mentioned how with your with your boyfriend, whatever, your previous partner, rather, that um, they used to tell you how um, you were being too much when you were expressing your emotions. Yeah. And I wanted to point out that how that's a form of gaslighting. That is, it, it actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, now that you mentioned it, it is gaslighting because now it's like, it's making me re- Doubt, like, like doubt you. Kind of have some opinion. doubts yeah. about myself. And whether like, it's validated or not, whether yeah. that makes sense, true. That's so true. Speaking of gaslighting, um, I actually have, please don't look. <laughs> right. okay. I have like some, okay, wait, let me just give you the definition of what gaslighting is. Mm-hmm. So it says, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in the victim's mind. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person. By distorting reality and facing mm. them to and forcing them rather to question their own judgment and mm. in, intuition, that's so true. Have you ever gaslighted anyone? Bless <sighs> you. I want to say no. Truthfully speaking, I want to say no. I feel like no, we've all gaslighted exactly, someone. At, yes, like, we've is it all gaslighted done it. or gaslit, gaslit? Gaslit. We've all gaslit someone before. Or you've been a victim of it. Either way, yeah. it has I happened. I feel like we, yeah, literally, it has happened. Um, okay, cool. So I am about to read. Don't look. I said, don't look. <laughs> Ten signs of gaslighting in a relationship. Um, yeah. So the first one is, and you can like obviously mention if you relate to any of these, if you've experienced that, or if you've done that to someone before. Okay. Okay. No judging. Number one says uh, lying about or denying something, and refusing to admit the lie even when you show them proof. I've. Ex- I've experienced, like, if someone has done that to me, I had the proof that they did something and they made me feel like I was crazy. Okay, I've never done that. I mean, wait. Like, have you ever, oh my gosh, now that I think about it, like, yo, I've been guessing so many times in my life, it's horrible. Like, Okay, no, but I have, eh? <laughs> Wait, you've done it to someone? Fault. Yes, I have. I have. I remember the situation. Yes. But I can't, I can't talk about that because my mom watches this. Okay, well, I've experienced yeah. it. I've never, like, denied anything yeah. to anyone. Yeah. Second one is insisting that an event or behavior you witnessed never happened and that you're remembering it wrong. No, but that, like, could just be an act of confusion, no? Could it not be? But are you being for real, for real confused or, like... You if you're doing it intentively, like if you if you have intention behind the action, then sure that's wrong. But then like if it is actual confusion that the other person had thought about it as something that you didn't want it to be, then it's really not your fault, is it? Though, bruh, I don't know. 
The third one is spreading rumors. Because now when you're going through this, I'm thinking, am I a bad person? You really are. Anyone who's done this, like, I know I said no judging, but like anyone who's done this to someone before you are, you were a horrible person during that time. Hopefully you become a better person. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Mm -hmm. For your own sake. (laughs) So the third one is spreading rumors and gossip about you or telling you that other people are gossiping about you. Hmm? I think that applies to friendship and not necessarily like, um, but also it could be like, I, I heard... don't know. I, I don't know if I relate to this or not. What is it? Spreading rumors and gossip about you or telling you that other people are gossiping about you. Is that gaslighting? Oh, it depends. Spreading on, rumors depends. about you. Is that gaslighting? I've never heard that before. Yeah. I don't know. Number four, changing the subject or refusing to listen when confronted about a lie or other gaslighting behavior. I have definitely experienced this. Like, I feel like... But do you not feel like you've also been on the initiating end of that? Where I've changed the subject or... No, never. No, no. And I dare someone to come in the comment sections and tell me that this is what I've done. Let's ring up all the S's and see. And see. I double dare. Triple day, mm. everyone to come through okay. with files, just receipts. add the ads at the bottom and let's see. Let's see. I hope I haven't done it. Like, <laughs> now I'm like, I'm trying to think about it. Like, I don't, I don't remember if I did do it. I do apologize, mm. but if not, then great. That was number four. Say number five, telling you that you're overreacting when you call them out. Oh my gosh, all the time. I've been gaslit so many times in my I've life. I feel like that. that's so traumatic. Because I'm, I'm a good gent. I've never done that. That is so traumatic. Pour some boils worldwide. But this, this, it's w- like w- telling you that you're overreacting when you call them out. That's similar to me, like me being told that I'm being too much. Yes, it is the same thing. That's why it was, it was the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. This is hurtful, actually. It's exactly the same thing. I'm sorry. That is. That is really hurtful. Life, man. It's making me sad. <laughs> it happens, like, it's tough. <sighs> we move on, though. You're in a better place right now. I am in a better place, but, like, that's so yes, traumatic. You like, cry. I'm. You're tough. Tough. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? <laughs> okay, alright. Um, okay. Blame shifting in relationships, saying that if you acted differently, they wouldn't treat you like this, or it's really your fault. I'm sorry. Come, come, man. I'm sorry, man. It's all good. I didn't come here to cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that with my tears, I'm literally going to my face. <laughs> okay, um... Number six, please repeat number six. I didn't hear number six. Number six, blame shifting. Saying that if you had acted differently, they wouldn't cheat you like this. So it's really your fault. I don't know if I've experienced Like in a situation where they cheated and they were like, oh, but if you had like been with me on that night, I probably wouldn't have cheated. You're, no. I've Thank been, God I've never. I've experienced this from a girl. But Someone I didn't said that care, to you. But I didn't care because I was cheating too. Wow. I'm joking. You, my mom, 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 this is all... For entertainment. This is for entertainment Ain't reasons. Ain't nothing entertaining about this. This is this real life, child. <laughs> this is real life. This is for entertainment. Wow, please. the number five really made me sad. Um, like, I think I was aware that I was being gaslit, but like, not entirely until you actually mentioned it. And now, now that I'm now being done, with the, it, yeah. you know, I'm just mm. like, whoa. 
Anyway. It happens, man. Number seven. Trying to smooth things over with loving words that don't match their actions. I feel like people do this a lot. Mm, everybody's. I feel like people do number seven a lot. Like, people will smooth talk you, like, just so that you feel like everything is all... What's the word? Hunky-dory. Is that what people say? It's hunky-dory. <laughs> but that's such and, a white saying. Right? But honestly, like, I feel like people are just smooth talkers, man. And most of the time, the actions don't match up with their words. But if you are, if you are someone who, like, you know, actions, words, then kudos mm-hmm. to you. Number eight, twisting a story to minimize their abusive behavior. Whoa. But you, okay, we're going back to the thing with abuse. It's so, it's so crazy how broad the definition of abuse is nowadays. So abuse is no longer just like a physical thing. It can be emotional. It also can be like blindsided as well. What? It has always been emotional. It's physical, emotional. Emotional, but what I'm saying is that like in terms of the abuse, it could be like, um, it could be something that you wouldn't think it was abuse until somebody pointed it out to That's you. That's true. Just like how now with the gaslighting thing, you didn't know that you were being gaslit until somebody actually showed you that, like, no, this is actually what was happening. You understand? Yeah. That's true. These things are too emotional for me. I can't. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> Minimizing. <laughs> Did you read number nine? Do you relate to number nine? You better come back here. <laughs> minimizing. <laughs> number nine is minimizing their hurtful behaviors or words by saying something yeah. like, it was just a joke or you're joking. way too sensitive. I've experienced this before. I feel like I've experienced almost everything on this list. Well, it was just a joke, though. At that point, but nah, I was joking. My thing is, my thing is you can't be hurtful towards someone and then when they call you out on it and then like, you turn around and be like, no, but I was joking. That is hurtful. To them, it's hurtful. What she said is hurtful. You mm. saying it's just a joke doesn't make it... It, it doesn't make it right. It true. doesn't change the fact that they are hurt but what, by what you said. True. That you is are true. horrible. You are horrible. I'm not horrible. I was. And I was joking, genuinely. I just have dark humor, you know? I know I am gaslighting whoever is listening to this and like thinking that I'm being honest. But still, you know, I was just joking. Anyway, child, number 10, last but not least, separating you from friends and family who might recognize your gaslighting abuse symptoms. Okay, I feel like I'm, I'm people who... I'm too experience that. My, my people have never met my family members. Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like people who actually do this, they have literally, they, they have like abusive traits. Like anyone, any man or woman who comes into your life and tells you that you need to... Stop seeing your friends. Stop seeing your family. That's when, like, they start like having some sort of control over your life. For a valid reason, like they. What kind of valid reason? No, they noticed that your friend was doing something shady that you didn't see before. But let me know. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't control me. Yes, but like telling you that, like, okay, I I saw so and so doing so and so, or saying so and so, or just like a uh, an interaction between you and your friend, your friendship circle, kind of. Um, made me feel a certain way because it, it brought up A, B, and C. And then this is what I felt. You're just pointing it out. Because I won't lie, I've done, that. I've done that a number of times. And then it, <clears throat> it so did happen that the person that I was warning them about t- ended up being like a negative factor in their life. But my thing is, if you tell me that so-and-so is doing one, two, three behind my back, it's up to me how I, like, no, sure, facts, go but about what I'm it. Saying like, is that, like, you know how us black people are about us. Like, we, we like to see things for ourselves. You mm-hmm. can tell me that this person is bad for you, but until I've experienced that bad version of themselves, 
them, I won't, I won't see it and I won't feel the need to like remove myself from those people. But sometimes you won't see it until um, another person puts it out. out. That's true. But also you can't now come into my life. You're a new person to my life. And I've been with these people for like over 10 years or whatever. And all of a sudden now I'm going to stop hanging out with them. Uh, but she go, was, it goes back to a conversation about, about time. Like personally that we had you and I about time, how time doesn't make a person or whatever. Okay, yeah, so you basically mentioned something that people are not supposed to know mm-hmm. yet. That is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so it basically says any of these signs of gaslighting in a relationship are cause for concern and indicate that the connection is unhealthy and may be causing severe mental health repercussions for the person being gaslit. That is so true. I mean, look at me. Yeah, you're <laughs> you crying. know, like, yeah. I don't even have to take it far, which is really a horrible. Like, Man, it is what it is. Anyway, thank you for joining me on today's You're episode. You're welcome. Um, it was fun. It was I really, fun. I really hope that you know some of the things that we spoke about were able to like kind of open up your mind, especially about the gaslighting part. Like, I really hope that something. Oh no! That I, I've noticed these are things that you yeah. no longer do, or yeah, you can work on no longer doing them. I don't. And I yeah, don't. also don't forget the importance of communication when it comes to your relationship and having healthy arguments. And, um, yeah, we're going to leave that. We're going to leave it at that for this week. I really do hope that you enjoyed this podcast or this episode. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at Omolebo Matebe. Please do subscribe. Subscribe on my channel. Um, it's what's my channel called? It's Modern Day Living with Omolebo Matebe. Or her own no, the thing is, like, I'm not that active on YouTube, so I don't really know if it's my name and surname or if it's Modern Day Living. But, yeah, please do check it out. Modern Day Living with Umlu Mateba or Umlu Mateba on YouTube as well. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify as well as Apple Podcast. And you can catch the audio version of this particular episode on all podcast platforms. And please do rate me until the next episode for me, Umlu Mateba and... Oh, uh, Kritza Bijang. Bye. Bye.